up y'all and welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. He is backed by popular demand, folks. You asked for him, you got him. He's an author, a motivational speaker, and he's a pastor. He is, I consider, a relationship guru, and actually a lot of us consider him to be such. It gives me great privilege to introduce to you Bishop Greg Davis. I received a whole lot of feedback from when you was on here last. Everybody loved you and they wanted you back, so thank you for coming back. That could be good or bad. No, that's that's good. (laughs) (laughs) That's real good. (laughs) I'm honored. I'm honored to be with you again. We covered a whole lot the last time you was here. We uh, talked about how you was the founder of Full Gospel Baptist Church Fellowship International. We talked about how you were, uh, are an author, uh, about how you were a television personality, how you have all these Facebook live shows, and a whole lot more things we talked about. But I want to talk about your podcast, because I don't think a lot of people are hipped up on that, and they really need to, because I'm a subscriber, and I'm all up on it. So, um, but there's an episode that you did, um, one in particular that I want to touch on today, and it was the one next to the last one that you just did, which was episode 130, which was Souls to the Poles. And sir, you preached. Yeah. If, if it was in my face, I would have threw a fan at you. You preached. Thank you so much. I I didn't I didn't think I did much on that. I mean, the Lord gave me that, you know, to um you know, Barabbas versus Jesus, and they chose they chose Barabbas, and you know, yeah, it kind of fit to where we are right now, you know? Exactly, and that's why I was like, you preach. Thank you and, so much. And, oh, you're welcome, and I'm, did- you know what, I'm amazed, I don't really promote my podcast as much as I should, and every Monday at 8 o'clock in the morning as I release it, people are listening. I mean, they, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. So thank you for even mentioning that. Yeah, because we need that word because a lot of us are not able to get that word right now, some real word right now. Did you feel any reservation at all for preaching that? None at all, um, because I think it's it's. You know, the movement started, you know, out of the church, Martin Luther King and um, and and so on and so on and so on. Vivian and all of the leaders, the movement started in the church. That's where they had meetings at. That's where they organized that. And I think the pulpit uh, is the place that we should set the tone. That's why our world is in the cases in now. The prophets are not speaking uh, to the political system. We need to get in the political system, even j- just as uh, we're seeing that Georgia is going to decide the balance of the Senate come uh, January 5th. And who do we have at the forefront? A Baptist preacher at Ebenezer Baptist Church where Martin Luther King pastor, Warnock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's coming right back full circle. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. I wish I could vote in Atlanta, but I'm going to do all I can to promote him. I don't know him. I don't, I don't know if I've ever met him, but I plan to uh, support him as I got involved. I've been engaged. I felt like when when Biden won, um, I can say that right on here. Oh, yeah. 
I feel like when Biden won, I felt like a sense of relief. I felt like dancing in the street, too, because I did a lot to help support him. I'm a Delawarean. I I pastored in Delaware, um, and I I knew Bo, his son, and I met Ashley. They would frequent my church when we would have outreach. Just a great family. Just a great family. So I think we should be involved. The bottom line, I think we should be involved. Throughout my podcast, you'll hear uh, me talking about the various issues that have been going on this Sunday. I'm going to do the same thing um, on, on my next podcast. Whenever this is being played, my, you know, I'm going to be dealing after the election with it's never too late. I think uh, President-elect Biden's life shows that this man ran three times. Right. Three times is a charm. You know what I'm saying? This man ran three times. So the sermon is going to be titled Three Times is a Charm. I want to show people like Caleb. Caleb waited until he got into the promised land. He was 85 years old. He said, I still want this mountain. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we should be involved. Thank you so much for for mentioning that. Oh, you're welcome. And I want to talk about that, about how you have never shied away of saying who you're rooting for and, and that you have been a supporter of President-elect Joe Biden. Oh, no, and, no, no, no. And I'm so glad that you haven't bit your lip about that. No. Be, and, and I went to a meeting and I said that... Um, I went to a meeting and they looked at me and said, why are we, I said, why are we just saying, get out and vote? Why don't we say who people should vote for? I mean, I know we can't say it in the pulpit, mm-hmm. but I can say it, I can say it on my own turf, you know? Right. Now, yeah. here's the thing. There are some Christian leaders out there who are on the pulpit that are saying, vote for the other guy. Absolutely. Or supporting the other guy. Now, how do you feel the, about those people? Um, I think they have that right too. Also, mm-hmm. oh no, I think they have that right. I think whoever you're voting for, you have that right, um, uh, to to say who you're for. I may not agree with it, but I respect it. Yeah, right. No, I may not agree with it, but I do respect it. And um, you know, you know, I I saw, um, and it hurts my heart. I'm going to tell you, it hurts my heart. And I, I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but I, I'm glad we are because I'm, I'm multidimensional. I do relationship and all that. But it hurts my heart when I saw Kenneth Copeland, a man that I've taught his stuff and um, I've taught I taught his faith message through the years, foundational messages about faith. And he got up the Sunday after and said, they say Biden is the president. <laughs> and he just kept laughing. The clip was for about a minute. Mm-hmm. He just laughed. Now, I respected when, even though Trump was not my guy, right? When he won, right? I didn't do all that. I, I mean, Trump. It was, was what it was. Yeah, it, it was, was what, it was. what it was because all authorities come from God. That's what the Bible says, and so I think that we have to be respectful if we believe the Bible is right. All authorities come from God. Now, I believe that God put Trump in. I believe he's like the modern-day Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. I believe he put him in there to get our attention. I believe he put him in there to do certain things. Um, you know, uh, no, I don't believe in abortion. I don't I don't necessarily believe in, in it or, or, or killing a child. But I do believe, watch this, I do believe it's not just from the cradle that we should be supporting uh, life. I think it's from the cradle to the grave. If we're gonna talk about uh, killing children, then we should be talking about killing our black men. Amen. 
So what about that? Why y'all ain't saying nothing about that? Right. Say something about that. So I think at the end of the day, we should be well-rounded. So no, I did. I respect them for saying, but I believe that Donald Trump, he stopped feeling himself. Mm -hmm. I believe that, and that's the reason why, if you study about Nebuchadnezzar, God raised up another king and he raised up Cyrus the king. And he, and, he, and, and he spoke freedom. He told him that you're released to go back home. And there was a freedom. And I believe the same thing happened at 1147 or 1142 on Saturday when they announced it. How can any Christian or anybody say that this is an unfair election? It wasn't unfair when Donald Trump won by the same terms. <laughs> right. I'm just, I just don't understand that we're not seeing this. And even when he won, he still was running around saying that there was a lot of unfair ballots like he was supposed to get 100% all the votes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, if, 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 as long as it's not about him, it's not fair. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. Complete I agree. narcissist, yeah. 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 Okay, so there's a Facebook Live show that you have that a lot of people are sleeping on and they need to watch. And that's the men talk. <laughs> that show, you know, I have a show with me and Lola, my sister, on Saturday nights, and it's called He Said, She Said. It's the perspective of men, men and women uh, and what they feel about relationship. That's been going since March. And so Lola couldn't be there one week. And I said, I'm going to have all men. So I called my buddy, uh, Pastor Carlton Lynch. I said, hey, man, gather some men together. And um, I, I I had a little input in it also. Man, it was so popular that Saturday night. We then did it again the next Saturday after me and Lola. Well, you know, I didn't want Lola to feel no kind of way, so we moved the show to Monday nights. Mm -hmm. And literally, we've been at it 17 weeks. We've probably had three, 400,000 people look at it out of all of the videos. Man, when I tell you, y'all are hilarious. Cause it reminds me because my my one of my best guy friends owns a barbershop. And I used to love going in his shop just to hear all y'all talk. Cause that is the most comical, most realist conversation you can get is a room full of men. Yeah. And cause uh y'all tell it how it is. Y'all hold no bar. And if y'all disagree, it's not a lot of bickering. It's just y'all just y'all just agree to disagree. Absolutely. Yeah. I I I um I like it because the youngest is 27. That's John Terrius Tate. Mm -hmm. And I'm the oldest. We have 27, we have 34, we have 40, we have 43, I think. Broderick Rice is 50 something. Uh I'm the oldest, but we go from 27 to 58. And you'd be surprised. A lot of them think a little older than I do. I'm probably, yes, they do. Yeah, they're a little more traditional and older thinking. Uh, but, you know, they tell me that's because I've lived and now I'm at a different place in life. And I've evolved, you know, uh, some things that were important uh, when I was younger is not important now. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a hit, man. We've been on the Word Network with it uh, twice. Yeah, yeah. It's on the Word Network. And for those that want to watch it, it is called When the Right One Comes, A Man's Perspective. Mm -hmm. And it is a man's perspective on women and dating. On women and 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 we had to calm the women down because, you know, a lot of them were getting 
offended. I said, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to bash. We're giving our perspective, and we've listened to you all for years. You should be celebrating the kings that they want to get on here and talk because men don't talk. Right. Men don't talk. And for not you, not frankly. No, you get men to get on there and talk for for two hours every week. Right. Oh, so not frankly to- and openly. And I love it. And the women have calmed down now. Every now and then we get a new one on there that don't know the rules. But um, no, you're not gonna. You're not. We we're not. And and I get on the men too. You know certain things that we're not gonna bash and all that. But it, it's been a hit, man. It's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey for 17 weeks, and we're not stopping. I hope yeah. not, because I love it. But the one I would say is an old head would be Pastor Jay. Yeah, oh, Pastor Jay, oh, my God. He's He's, he, he wants a first lady that's going to sit on the front row and, and yeah. wear big hats and all that. Yeah, and he's 40, yeah. 44. Yeah, he's like 44. Yeah, and see, I want just the opposite. She ain't got to come to church. She, as long as she's saved, she ain't going to hell from my house. But, um, she, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking for something different. I'm looking for a boss lady. Somebody yeah. got to. She's got her own thing. That's why yeah. I love independent. Yeah, so Pastor Jay is funny. And you know, <laughs> half of us have been married before, the other half haven't. So you got a great balance. I love it. Love that show. So I'm going to go ahead and shift gears because this is what everybody wants. They don't want to talk politics with you. They want the relationship questions. Do men want to be pursued? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's there's a thing still called, have you ever heard of flirting? Absolutely. <laughs> They're still flirting around. Yes, a, a man does want to be pursued. Well, not chased, but pursued. How about some light flirting? Wink, a hello, a smile, a flipping of the hair, something. Uh, it, it's for me. Let me say for me. I don't have a problem getting in the DM. Well, we're not out now because COVID is going on as we're taping this. But get in the DM, get in the messenger, like a picture, say, hey, I like what you just posted. And then if they comment, then go from there. If they don't, then it's a no. Here's what I always say. It don't hurt to get a no. At least you know where you at. You right. move on. You move on. If you, if it's no, it's no. You, you know, you don't get upset, but you have to be comfortable. Watch this now with that no. You got you got to be comfortable with, with the no. You got to be all right that they're not interested. You can't what get if- upset. Huh? When is it too far? When is it too far? When they're not responding? Yeah. No. Like, like, no, when is it too far, that pursuit? When when do they just take it too far with you? Stalkish. When you become stalkish. It can become stalkish, you know? Like, to me, you never, you never call somebody up on their DM or on their messenger. Oh, man. Oh, they, they, oh, they do it, baby. They do I know. It. Oh yeah, no, they do it. That's a, that's a no-no. That's infringing on somebody. Uh, that's infringing on somebody's privacy. No, so I think that's when it becomes stalkish. I've had a situation where a, a young lady, uh, I don't even know her, um, I end up giving my number. We've never seen each other. We've never talked on the phone. She's texted me occasionally. She's texted me maybe a hundred times to my two times or three times. She sent me gifts. She's done all that. And I've said, I don't even know you. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's much. Yeah, that gets to be much. So that that's 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 my point. 
You, yeah. you got it. Yeah. yeah, that's much. Okay, next question. So, well, ladies, if you see him, <laughs> say something. You see him, say something. There's nothing wrong with it, but don't get stalkish. Don't be thirsty. Ain't that it? Yeah. Some women out there are just parched. They ain't even thirsty. They just parched. That's good. They parched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's all right. I mean, I think, you know, everybody say, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. It's, it's not it. No, you sh- Yeah. What, the, our grandmothers are not. They flirted. It's okay yeah. to flirt. Yeah. Ruth flirted. Yeah. But all right. So did, now that's a whole nother subject. Ruth it is. Flirt. Yeah. But, who flirted? Low key, she was flirting. So yeah, she was flirting. She laid down at his feet. Mm-hmm. And Come was on. taught how to flirt. But that's and again. She was my new book that's coming out soon is called um, "Preparing and Positioning for the Right One." You got to prepare and position. She prepared and she positioned herself. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. she did. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let me know when that book's about to come out. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Now, can you be in a loving relationship and still be in love with someone else? And if so, is that wrong? Um, it's wrong if you're still entertaining. But you can. I, what you're really asking, can you be in love with two people? Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to what extent? Because if you've come out of a relationship and you love that person, you don't stop loving them. But there's a limitation to to it. You can, you know, now if you still want them back, then you shouldn't entertain another relationship. But you can. Yeah, it's possible to love two people. Okay. It's possible never to go out of love with a with an ex. You you just don't you ju- you're just not with them anymore. So yeah, I, I definitely believe that you can you can be with you can be with somebody and still be in love with somebody else. I I believe that. I certainly do. Does it make a difference to a man of how many sexual partners you've had? We say it don't, but it does. <laughs> we act like it don't, but it bothers us. It bothers us. And we slight, we slight go into competition like, okay, well, was he the, was he the best? You know, those are things you really don't want to ask because you might get the wrong answer. You might get an answer that you really don't want. That's something we women really don't ask. We don't, we don't want to know. At least I don't want to know. No. I don't want to know. I don't want to know who you've been with and were they better than me. I don't want yeah, and then you can't get mad if you're asking those questions and you get the wrong answer. Right. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. you, you, you can't get mad. Yeah, but don't we, get your feelings hurt. Yeah, but we do. So you might, if you, if you got a big ego and all that stuff, you may not want to ask them questions because <laughs> you may not get the right answer. And it's okay if you, you know, yeah, you might not want to ask that if you, if you if you ain't ready for the answer. <laughs> okay. My friends say I'm dating a narcissist. How can they tell? Um I think when it's all about them, you know, um uh, you can tell narcissistic um behavior. 
um, by by their actions. I mean, you, you, all you got to do is see if they like Trump. <laughs> That's a great example. Of a, That's the king example. <laughs> That's the king example of a Gnosis. But no, you, you can tell and you could tell before you, 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 you a lot of people have married them and the issue is you knew before, but some people we just sacrifice just to be with somebody. And why would you stay with somebody and you know that that's what they are? You know, it, I mm-hmm. guess you're saying you're okay with that behavior, but no, it's, it's nowhere in the world that I'm going to stay. No, no. Mm-hmm. And, and that, you know, let me say this. That's the thing I could never understand is why people stay with, um, people that they know that they're this way. Is it that, ladies, I want to ask you a question. Do you think you're going to change them? I mean, like. Yeah. The, yeah, that's no. that's what it is. I'm going to answer for everybody. Yeah. They come they, grown. They come grown. They come grown. You're not oh. going to you're not going to change a grown person and you shouldn't want to. I say anybody that you have to change, not adjust, but change, then that's not the right one. Oh, that's a good point. There is a huge difference between adjusting and changing. Yeah, you're going to make some adjustments because you got these two people that come from different backgrounds that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to change you. Because if I got to change you, then you're not who I want. That's an excellent point. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I shouldn't have to change you. Adjustments, ladies, is one thing. But changing somebody? Nah. I ain't got time for that. You should already come with instructions. <laughs> ain't that it. And in English, too. I don't need to be trying to figure that out. <laughs> no. no, but some people, they like those challenges, but it never works. I had a girl in um, in Louisiana. Uh, I said, you going to marry Ronald? Oh, oh, yeah. I said, you know he's not going to change. Oh, Bishop, I'm going to change that man. Man, that boy almost ran that girl crazy. Mm. You can't change no grown person. No. Mm-mm. No. And and some of y'all need to have the 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 gift to walk away. If it ain't working, <laughs> walk away. Something you said on your Instagram post, and I wanted to share it to somebody that I knew. You said that we all always are asking God to to bring us a man or uh, or Something to that nature, like like asking the Lord to bring us a certain man or this or another versus using our discernment. Am oh, I yeah, wording yeah. that right? No, no, no. You, I, I did that on, um, I did that on, I, I, I'm figure, I did that on one of my shows. But okay. anyway, um, I don't, you know, they asked that on our Monday night. I don't believe God gives husbands or wives. I think what we should ask for is discernment, discernment to know if we believe God finished the work at Calvary, those of us that are Christians, then he's not doing anything. I, the will of God has already made out for our lives. You just have to walk it out. And he's left the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit come to lead us, to guide us into all truth. 
And so if you have the Holy Spirit in your life, then he will lead you to the right person. You got to have discernment to know that that's a fool. That's somebody that you shouldn't be bothered with. So he's not sending. There's not a, there's not a husband factory. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's not a, so some of y'all that's waiting, y'all need to get up and do something. Make yourself, prepare yourself and position yourself. That's why I'm so big on that. Pre preparing yourself and positioning yourself. Get up. Stop waiting. You, you ever, you ever bought a car before? Mm-hmm. Does the old car come and fall in the garage automatically or do you have to get up and go to the dealership? Yeah, get up. Oh, okay. Same principle. Yeah. And something else that women need to do. And just enjoy the state that you're in right now. Stop moping around waiting for a man. Just enjoy your life. Celebrate your singlehood. Yeah. Have a good time. Enjoy, no, I, enjoy you. Jesus. I, I believe it. I believe in that. And, but we don't. Yeah. Uh, Irisha Hilliard and uh, those of you that um, don't have the book, it's called A Table for One. It's by uh, Dr. Irisha Hilliard out of Houston. A Table for One. It teaches you how to enjoy being single. It's an excellent book, ladies. You need to get it. Table for One. All right. Yep. Okay, I'm going to skip a couple of questions because time is running short in the sanctuary. So, um, Well, you know I'll come back anytime. <laughs> oh, thank you. Let me see. Oh, this is a good one. I'm engaged to a pastor, but I don't want the role first lady. Is that wrong? And how should I tell him? Um, you should tell him before you get married because he may be like Johnson. Uh, Johnson wants the first lady that, 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 that yeah. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you may, you may want to, you may want to tell him that you don't want that role. You want him. Hello? Right. You Amen. Want, you want him. Uh, but you don't want the role of first lady. And if he has an issue with that, then, you know, um, you, you you might you might need to know the spirit to walk away. I'm dating this woman and I found out that she's been married several times. Is that a red flag? Um, it's an investigative flag. Like I I talked to a young lady who was a dentist and she had been engaged three times. Okay. She had mm -hmm. been engaged three times. Um, she had been engaged three times. And then when we met up and up meeting up, cause she lived somewhere else. She told me it was four times. Oh, she held one back. She was a runaway bride. See that, that, that didn't, and she's not married to this day. That didn't, that didn't set with me. Right. So I did, you know, I'm like four times and you had rings each time. She had a ring each time. That's not, that don't set right. Yeah. She's just so, like going through the motion. Yeah. So I would investigate. I don't, I'm not going to say, uh, I'm not going to say that it's a red flag to walk away. It's a red flag to investigate. And if all the times was, their fault and the, the, the see dating is data okay so you should have known this data. are they engaged 
No, they're just dating. Okay, dating is data. So you can always walk away. Dating is getting data. So you need to get a little more data. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's a red flag because I've been married more than once. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll tell the person in a minute, whoever I'm talking to, uh, this is the reasons why. Right. You know, and then they can make their, they can make their, you know, because the last time wasn't my fault. They mm-hmm. walked away. You know, the first time uh, was because I didn't have enough, I didn't have enough balance in the marriage. So you should be able to prepare to tell why. The next question. I'm in church, but I don't want to date anyone who's too churchy. Is that wrong? No, that's me. <laughs> so if that's wrong, then I'm wrong. And if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. No. I, no, I don't I don't think that that's wrong. I, I don't. You have to know where you are. See, I've had that. I had that in my first marriage, married to Pastor Kim. I had that. And I don't want that now. I want me, I want me a fine woman. I want a boss woman. She can go to church when she wants to, if she wants to. Uh, but I want her to want to go see Charlie Wilson and Beyonce when we go back to concerts and and Frankie Beverly and Mays and Jay-Z and all that. I don't need nobody to say, oh, we going to hell for that. No, you going to hell then because I ain't. Yeah, so no, it is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Know what you want and don't don't settle for anything. Here's what I always say, and you've heard me say it. If you're going to be single, then you might as well get what you want. Why would you be single and not get what you want? Right. Why would you be single and be miserable? So I no, if that's what you want, get what you want. Ain't yeah. that it? Yeah. No, no, there's nothing wrong. And don't let them church folk, religious, super religious folk talk you out of it. Mm-hmm. You want a balanced life, a balanced wife, rather. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You want a balanced wife. And they ain't got to be real, real, real churchy, especially if you got enough churchy for both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so I fill up your space. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Bishop. So how can people contact you? Um, you can you can contact me at a few different ways. First, I want you to text text WTROC to 41411. Text WTROC to 41411. That's when the right one comes and you can be a part of our texting uh uh get uh text from from me, be a part of our texting family. Uh, and then you can follow me at Bishop Greg Davis on all social media. I hang out more on Instagram than anything, but of course, go and um, uh, my public page at Bishop Greg Davis on Facebook, Twitter at Bishop Greg Davis. And more than anything, there's over 300 videos, short videos, some alone on When the Right One Comes YouTube channel. Go there. When the Right One Comes YouTube channel. Yes, that's my that's that's where I watch all my shows. <laughs> you said all right, that? that's where I watch all my shows. You, you subscribed on there too? Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. I very ain't stalking good. you, but you know. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. Tell everybody about it. Um, I'm excited about this shift in my life and what God has me doing. I'm still pastoring. I'm still in ministry. I'm still preaching, but 
I believe ministry is more than just um, preaching on the pulpit. Lillian, thank you so much for having me as usual. And uh, I appreciate you so much and all that you're doing and uh, your podcast and your listeners. It, it, anytime somebody asks me to come do what it is I love to do, I just want you to know I appreciate you. And oh. you, all, you all support her. Give, give to this and support her. This is how you keep, keep us going. Thank you. Now, I got one last question. You already answered it for the last time you was on here, but I'm going to ask you again. Are you ready? Yes. If you could have any song be your theme song when you walked into a room, what would it be and why? Um, Eye of the Tiger. Okay, why? Uh, because that's what I have. I'm, I'm locked in. I'm focused. Uh, yeah, I'm locked in and focused, locked and loaded. All um, right. I the tiger is is focused and locked in, so that I, I, I that's easy. I would say that yes. And, and you know what? You stand consistent because that's what you said last. <laughs> is that what I said last time? You sure did. <laughs> Are you I kidding? Thought, no, I am not. I thought you was gonna switch it up, but no, sir. You said that the last time. So I have the tiger. That is just your spirit. So that's it is what it is. It's funny. <laughs> I'm gonna tell this and then we can go. I was um, I was um out walking Sunday after the election, uh, the, 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 um, finals came in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, um, I was walking and I called my daughter. I said, I'm out here walking my head up like, like Rocky song. Cause you just feel a new likeness in the air, you know? Yes. So, and I was saying an eye of the tiger, but yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. You have a good one. You too now. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Bishop, for being on the show. As always, I truly enjoy having you on the show, and I can't wait to have you back on here again. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, click the link below, shoot me an email, and let's see what we can do with that thing. And oh, yeah, why haven't you subscribed? What are you waiting for? This show is only going to get better and better. And if you haven't heard... Worldly Church Girl is live. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Ask a Friend. And as always, thanks for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl.